Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Adam Hawkins. This episode is a small batch of software delivery education. If you enjoy this episode, then share it with your friends and colleagues. Hey everybody, Adam here for the next episode of Small Batches. This episode is directly inspired by my full-time job where we are working on improving SLOs in our engineering team. SLOs and SLIs and SLAs, you've probably heard these three things before. Perhaps you've not given them much thought or you've seen them work in practice or more likely you haven't seen them work in practice. I figured I'd do an episode as an introduction to the topic. Uh, The recent work from Google in the SRE book and the SRE workbook really puts a finger on what SLIs are, what the SLO is and what it's for, and how to maintain it with an air budget. And these are fundamental practices to software delivery and site reliability engineering. They are critical to the success of software delivery at your organization. And likely, if you don't have them in place right now, this is a great way to improve things at your team. So I hope you enjoy this episode on SLIs, SLOs, and SLAs. Service level indicators, service level objectives, and service level agreements create a hierarchy. Service level indicators define a number. Service level objectives set a target for the number. Service level agreements define rules and expectations for when the target is hit or missed. These are powerful tools for aligning stakeholders and determining priorities. Each builds upon the other, so let's work bottom up starting with service level indicators. SLIs, or service level indicators, quantify aspects of the provided service. Examples include latency, uptime, and error rate. Use this template for defining SLIs. Blank as measured by blank. Here's an example. Success rate as measured by the number of successful HTTP requests divided by the total HTTP requests. Express SLIs as ratios of the total number of good events divided by the total number of events. This provides a sliding scale between 0 and 100. There are infinite choices for SLIs, so they must be chosen carefully to measure the value of the provided service. Ask this question as a gut check when considering an SLI. Will this service lose users if this indicator is negatively impacted? So, what's the right number? This number is the SLO, or service level objective. Clearly, zero is the wrong number because that means everything is broken. On the other hand, 100 is not the right answer because that means nothing is ever broken and that's just impossible. The real answer is that it just depends on the business. The SLO sits at the intersection of product and engineering. Stakeholders must agree that if the SLO drops below a threshold, then it's worth reprioritizing work to reach the SLO. That means that the responsible party may commit to new work or issue existing work to maintain it. On the other hand, this means the stakeholders incorporate reliability into the daily work so the SLO does not drop below the threshold in the first place. Once the SLO is defined, then the stakeholders can form an agreement on how to maintain the SLO and what to do when it's missed. This is the service level agreement, or SLA. They typically take a form of financial penalties or other negative consequences written into a contract. These agreements are made between the consumer and the provider. However, I'm focused on the agreement between those responsible for maintaining the SLO. The site reliability engineering literature recommends using an air budget for this. Here's an example. 
Say the SLO is 99% per quarter. That provides an error budget of 1%. So if a problem causes a failure rate of 0.5%, then 50% of the error budget is used. The error budget is an objective way to determine risk in relation to the SLO. The team may decide to undertake a risky database migration when the error budget is full. On the other hand, the team may be more conservative when the budget is low by focusing on low-risk releases. The error budget enables teams to manage risk, innovation, and reliability. This assumes, though, that all stakeholders accept the error budget as a means of planning and maintaining the SLO. In other words, if the error budget is exhausted, then no releases may be possible. Are the stakeholders okay with this? That right there, friends, is the hard problem. Measuring something is the easy problem. Giving the SLO power to change priorities is the hard problem. That's why it's so important, and I cannot overstate this enough, that the SLO directly relates to business success. It needs teeth. Many teams do not solve the hard problem. As a result, the SLOs are kabuki theater or relegated to some KPI spreadsheet. Unfortunately, that's largely been my experience. However, I have had positive experiences with well-defined SLOs and an agreement to commit to them. Lastly, I want to circle back to software delivery and the three ways of DevOps. SLIs and SLOs provide feedback to the software delivery process. Feedback is the second way of DevOps. Teams cannot assess their progress without feedback from production. SLOs provide feedback to all stakeholders, be it engineers, business executives, or product managers. Feedback is the second half of the continuous delivery cycle. Fast flow, aka continuous delivery, only happens with fast feedback. SLOs are not static either. They will change as the business changes. Early stage businesses may accept more risk than established ones. Or over time, systems may change to a point where maintaining the SLOs actually has negative business impact. Maintaining SLOs is a never-ending balancing act that requires feedback from stakeholders and the flexibility to improve over time. This is an act of continuous improvement, aka the third way of DevOps. Many topics in software delivery or release engineering or site reliability engineering connect back to SLOs, so don't forego them. They're mandatory for laddering up the SRE hierarchy of needs. So refer to the SRE workbook and SRE book for examples of determining, defining, and implementing everything discussed in this episode. That completes this batch. Visit smallbatches.fm to subscribe to the show for free. Would you like a topic covered on the show? Then call plus one eight three three nine three three one nine one two and leave your request in a voicemail. Hope to have you back again for the next episode. So until then, happy shipping. Want to learn more about DevOps without wasting your time? Then sign up for my free email course at freedevopscourse.com. My course combines the best from the DevOps handbook, Accelerate, and years of software delivery experience. You'll learn the three ways of DevOps and the four KPIs of software delivery performance. More importantly, I'll show you how to put that theory into practice. That means shipping better software faster. Sign up today at freedevopscourse.com.